Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast for all law enforcement professionals and all those who support them. Sponsored by the National Police Credit Union. We mean police business. I'm your co-host, Ken Bader. Along with co-host, Casey Smith. Casey, how are you today? I'm doing great. A little wiped out all weekend. I was working the canine trials here in Arizona, so that was a lot of fun. Nice. Yes, the dogs are adorable and awesome. So Is that kind of like the usual dog shows where they're jumping over stuff and they got to do tricks or do they just go out and bite people? Um, <laughs> I think it's probably a combination, a little bit more skill level than a regular dog show. Uh, but yeah, they're actual canines, so they, <laughs> they are uh, police dogs. So it's cool. Good, good. Well, next time, yeah. invite me. I, I love dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, I always got to come up with a stupid joke. So we promise not to bite here, especially biting our esteemed guest, who is the executive director uh, of the Central Indiana Police Foundation, uh, Lisa Rawlings. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, oh, really. our pleasure. Pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah, we've had the uh, pleasure of having one or two foundation directors, and it's always a fun conversation to find out what uh, what different foundations are doing with uh, the police community and the community at large out there. So we'll definitely get into that. But first and foremost, you know, how did you originally get involved with the Central Indiana Police Foundation, and, and how long have you been the executive director? Yeah, so my most previous role before this one, I was um, five years at a CPA firm, and the CPA firm did a lot of work with nonprofits. And so I found myself um, gravitating more and enjoying the nonprofit work almost than I did the business development for the CPA firm. (laughs) I can understand that. So um, I was ready for a change, and um, so I started looking at the ads, and a couple different positions came open as executive director for two nonprofits. And so when I thought about it, I'm like, the one uh, population that we were working with, I didn't feel the passion for, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I feel motivated um, for those people, even though I right? But this group, um, working with law enforcement officers, I just really felt like I could um, personally stand behind them and be passionate about helping them. Right. I had had an accident um, just prior where I had EMTs and officers taking care of me. A young man hit me and totaled my car. And so there was somewhat of this new appreciation for what these men and women were doing. And so um, interviewed for the position and started in May of last year. So we're coming here. So, yeah. Terrific. Well, welcome to the Blue family. <laughs> it definitely, I am finding it definitely is very family oriented. It took a minute or two for them to trust me and see that I was actually going to do something for them. And so when yeah. I, they, they could trust me, I feel like I've been welcomed with open arms, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, that's excellent. It does take a minute for, for them to, to trust you, but it's, it's nice once they do. It's very, yeah, it's very their warm. nature. They've got to be skeptical a little bit Absolutely. initially. <laughs> Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. So your foundation manages three funds for the law enforcement community, the, the Code One Fund, the Invest in Blue Fund, and the Behind the Line Fund. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about each of those? 
Yeah, so um, Behind the Line um, Fund is a focus on helping create positive relationships between law enforcement and the community. So a lot of the, the funds that we um, collect for that, those programs are youth oriented. So um, we do shop with a cop. We are inv very involved with that. We're office, you may already know what that is. Officers go pick up children who their parents have applied um, low income. Those children up, they bring them, help them shop. Um, they get all kinds of things that they need, socks and underwear and clothes and boots and coats and toys and they don't need toys but they want them. yeah um, and then we gotta, take gotta them and throw in a couple toys there right gotta throw in something <laughs> yeah so um shop with a cop is just one of many things that we support we do um help with officers to do a um a bike rodeo and you know we've helped buy bikes for kids that have their bikes stolen so anytime we can enter especially youth to help everyone see, hey, police officers are human beings, just like you and me. Um, and they do have your best interest at heart. You know, there's a bad every now and then, like there isn't everything, but 9.9% .9 of our officers, um, they have big hearts and they want to yeah. serve and help you. So um, the other program that um, we have is called Code One Fund. Mm -hmm. That specifically is helping an officer and or their family when they've been injured in the line of duty or killed in the line of duty or something's going on within their family that they need help. Yeah. Um, I just got an email this morning about an officer, his wife unexpectedly pregnant, died of cancer. Oh my God. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure about the status of the baby that wasn't explained in there, but they're asking, Hey, can we help fund her funeral? Yeah. Um, you know, we had an officer last August, um, a year ago, um, passed away. He was going to rush in to help a car accident victim that car accident victim was high on some sort of drugs, we assume, I mm -hmm. don't know all the details, but he ended up shooting our officer as he approached to help him and he was killed. And so we raised $300,000 for his family and two sons, helped pay off their debt, allowed mom to focus on grieving with the boys um, and get their college funds situated. Right. And also bringing all kinds of resources to help her whatever she needs. Um, and then the, um, the invest in blue, um, the big focus we've been doing with that is providing trauma kits, which are also called gunshots. And we're training, uh, law enforcement officers, how to use the items in those kits. So when they are first to arrive on the scene of a gunshot or maybe a, a car accident where there's been severe bleeding to an extremity, we teach them how to stop that right. bleed until MTs can get there. Um, and then the chances of their survival have increased double because, you know, within minutes, um, their, their lives can be affected dramatically by that bleeding. So right. the kits are the big deal that we're focusing on now. We recently received a $150,000 donation from a private donor, which will enable us to complete our 2019 goals of providing a trauma kit for every sworn officer awesome. in our territories. Static. In wow. fact, one of the reasons I was late getting on the, this call was one of our chiefs of police came by to pick up his 74 kits. So I was wow. running those out to the car, load, helping him to load those up right before yeah. I got on the call. Well, our entire you audience be knows that you've been late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. I right. had a good reason. <laughs> I had a good reason. You are allowed to be late for that kind of thing anytime, Lisa. Like, I give you... <laughs> 
full permission. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, awesome. we'll give you a pass for that. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I need all the passes I can get. Right. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. You know, one of the things that I, I love about this show is is how many times things get intertwined. Because, you know, obviously the National Police Credit Union offers the killed in the line of duty insurance. We had Vince Levian, who in essence runs that program um, on this show. Uh, and you mentioned, you know, the unfortunate uh, couple of incidents in Indiana with officers losing their lives. Uh, and um, also we had um, Joe Badali, who runs Guardian Gear. And if I remember it right, he, his business offers trauma kits to uh, police officers or they sell those. And it's interesting that they don't provide, automatically provide police officers with that type of equipment. That you know, they have to find great organizations like the the Central Indiana Police Foundation to to be able to to get donations and provide that. So that's that's awesome to hear what you're doing. Now a word from our sponsor, the National Police Credit Union. The National Police Credit Union is pleased to introduce Killed in Line of Duty Loan Protection, a special debt cancellation benefit created exclusively for active full-time law enforcement officers. Available for multiple loans at no cost to the borrower, this complimentary benefit will cancel up to 850000 of the outstanding balance of one or more loans should the unthinkable happen to an officer due to a line of duty incident. Eligible credit union loans includes mortgages and home equity loans, auto, motorcycle, and boat loans, signature loans, uniform loans, tuition loans, student loan consolidations, and credit cards. Killed in the line of duty loan protection is available only for the qualifying officer and the protection may not be purchased outright. This debt cancellation benefit only applies in the case of death. Please see loan addendum upon loan closing for more details. And for more information, please go to nationalpolicecu.com. Really interesting because um, with the trauma kit and training the officer to, to meet that immediate need, uh, medical need. It's been a, a shift in um, culture because mm. if you talk to the retirees that have retired like 10, 15 years ago, they didn't feel like that was part of their job. Right. Um, and so we've had to change that mentality. And some of it comes into play when their brother or sister uh, officer has been shot. Mm -hmm. They get there. the EMTs are not there and they have nothing in their, you know, right trunk or their car or they have nothing to help their brother or sister. Right. So then it becomes a little more real to them. Mm -hmm. We're hearing that although we're giving these trauma kits with obviously the promise they can treat themselves or their brother or sister in law enforcement, they're, the majority of the uses of this kit, these kits are being used on civilians mm -hmm. time and time. And so a greater percentage of civilian lives are saved because these, what these officers are doing. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, it may be it may be also a case too. You have the equipment. Um, we could do something with it rather than looking for a, a towel in the trunk or taking off a belt or or something along those lines. So I, I think exactly. That, yeah. So yeah. I think I think what you're doing is is terrific, especially you know Casey and I aren't 
uh, emergency professionals, but we, we work with a number of them. Yeah, I know here in Los Angeles, you know, you, you, you have an unfortunate accident at the wrong time of rush hour. It could take 10, 15 minutes for, yes. for, for help to, to get there. Uh, of no fault of their yes. own, just simply getting through traffic and getting there unless, you know, they turn into a helicopter or something um yeah. so you know for for you know uh, uh the highway patrol officer or a uh, a city police officer to have that equipment there is 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 huge it could, it could truly save lives so i i really appreciate absolutely that's that's our hashtag Tr hashtag trauma kits save lives so yeah. <laughs> awesome Awesome. Great, great branding. I like it, Lisa. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> well, it's, uh, this show is being taped in April, but I want to shift a few months uh, ahead because you have a great event called the annual Thanksgiving breakfast with the cop. Uh, I believe your third annual is actually going to be held this November. Uh, what does that event entail? And are there any initial details you can share with us this far in advance? Yeah, actually, and so if we do have other foundations listening to this if, and they want to adopt this model, we would love to share it with them. Sure. I've already talked to a lady in Wichita and I said, you need to do this. It's such a, it was, it, it was not my idea. It was someone else's great idea, but it's worked well. You can take credit so for it. The other person isn't here, so <laughs> we won't know anything. That's true. <laughs> well, seeing it was three years ago and I just started a year ago, I think somebody could do the math. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I'm lying and then I'd hurt my reputation. Yeah. Right. So, um, Thanksgiving breakfast with a cop um, was started three years ago. And so we have been fortunate enough to have the Indianapolis Colts and the Pacers, which are major NBA basketball team in town, sponsor that wow. for everything. They have been amazing. So we um, rotate where we're having it, whether we do it at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse where the Pacers play or we do it at the Colts training facility. Mm -hmm. Okay. What we do is we come in and we have rounds of tables that we sell to companies or individuals, some high net worth individuals buy a table and they will be able to invite um, eight guests. And then we will invite their, their 10th guest because usually they are the ninth guest. And then we invite their 10th guest who is a police officer um, local in our territory, excuse me, can't talk in territory. <laughs> and they are required to come in dressed in their officer gear right. And the whole thing is we want to spoil them and tell them thank you and then learn about them and who they are as people as well as officers. And um, so that's part of the focus of the event. Um, and we wanted to educate people about what officers do and how they risk their lives every day to save our families' lives. If they leave their families, not knowing if they'll come home at night. Right. And they're out there seeing our families and helping us when we have car accidents and being out in the crazy weather and traffic, et cetera. So we want to help, um, you know, your average show, because for example, before I had my car accident, the only run in I'd ever have with an officer was a speeding ticket. Yeah. I had no clue what their lives were like. And now I understand. And so anyway, the other piece of the breakfast is um, we have, we always bring a guest speaker something law enforcement related and we usually bring in a survivor then we make an ask so the idea is help us give us money so we can continue to do great work and help right. support our officers so this year um, we are looking at bringing in a young woman who is a sheriff down in um, Florida 
and her name, she just got married. So I know her name is Jennifer Fulford, but I think Chossie was her maiden name when this happened. But she had an event where she was shot multiple times and she was actually running into a situation where saving children who were hiding in the back of a minivan when there was an active shooter situation going on. And so she kind of tells her story and what she was thinking as she was going through that experience and how she was feeling and how her training helped her live. Um, and so we, she's going to be our keynote. And at this point, we're not sure what the rest of it's going to be. We are still laying out the details, but we will be at the Indianapolis Colts complex this year, having about 45 to 50 tables. Mm -hmm. Um, so about 150 to 500 attendees and it's always well-received and it's just a super great event. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. Really yeah. They need to do that yeah. in Los Angeles and Chicago too. Yeah, like I would love to share. And if you know of anybody who's interested, we will get them a ticket to come on to visit ours um, in, on November the 22nd. We'd love to have them. That'd be great. Awesome. I hope I don't have 50 people volunteer for that. Maybe just a few. <laughs> There's a limit, five. <laughs> well, much sooner than that, you have the Walking for Dreams event on May 19th. Yeah, um, a yeah. family and pet walk. Can you tell us a little more about that? I love animals, so I'm very excited too. Yeah, this yeah. ties into yeah, your so whole canine story at the beginning. Of yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. Bring your dog. Come on over from Arizona. <laughs> so, um, we have. I don't know if you've been to Indianapolis, but we have this amazing canal that's downtown. That is a hub of a lot of activity, and it connects different restaurants and museums and things like that. So we're going to start on that canal with this walk with, and it's not going to be just us. It's going to be about 12 other nonprofits who will bring people to be involved. We're going to have music. We're going to um, have canines. We've invited a couple of our officers with their friendly canines. Mm -hmm. The bomb sniffing dogs are the best, not the dogs that attack people and bite people because those <laughs> are a little aggressive yeah. and we'll have children there. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have some of our patrolmen um, that ride horses will be present. Very cool. So it should be a really good time for the kids. And there's food. I don't know if I said food. Food's always a plus. Yeah. And so we'll walk this path and then come back. And the um, we have sponsors that help sponsor the event. And so they are recognized multiple ways. And then the walkers who have people sponsor them walking. And those walkers can bring a, a friendly dog if they want to, to walk with them on the walk. And so it's this organization. Sycamore Foundation has been doing this for years and this is my first year obviously experiencing it but I hear it's amazing so I can't wait to have our volunteers and law enforcement family participate yeah yeah it sounds, sounds like a lot of fun yeah it does yeah especially especially the dog uh, a pet part of it and I have been to Indianapolis several times it's a very clean city um, I always have a great time when I'm over there, especially if I get a chance to go to St. Elmo's for steak. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Little plug out there for, for the best. Absolutely. St. Elmo's. <laughs> uh, and the best cocktail, shrimp cocktail ever. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I, I'm not a shrimp guy coupled with the fact that I really don't like horseradish. So I don't, I, I don't gravitate to that, but everybody uh, that's ever had it that actually does enjoy that has loved it. Yeah, it is. It is yes. probably the best shrimp cocktail out there. 
Um, but you know, it, I'm gonna stop on the St. Elmo's because otherwise I'm gonna get hungry over here. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I know I know you're fairly new to, to the job as an executive director, but I I know that you have as any foundation director or president. Uh, has a number of different aspects of the job that you're you're passionate about, but if you had to pick one uh, aspect of of your particular role, what might that best aspect be of the job? That's a good question. Well, I'm very relationally driven person, which is a good uh, thing to have for this yeah. role, and so. I've really enjoyed getting to know the officers. Like, it's just like a whole new world for me as far as, I mean, and you know, a lot of times the, yes, there's a human being who is an officer, but they, it seems like they wear their job. I mean, that they, I don't know if that's the right term, but they, they're an officer. That's who they are. That's part of who they are. I would agree with that. And so, yeah, it's just getting to know them as human beings and learning about what they, they're doing. And, I have just really enjoyed these relationships that I'm building with these great human beings. Um, And it's just, it's been a lot of fun and I'm helping, you know, we're providing resources to help them do their jobs better. Or one of my favorites is um, officer Ben Dennis. He's an officer in Fishers and he had been a firefighter and now an officer. Well, he and his wife had a motorcycle accident where he died twice um, and has paralyzed currently but um, we've been walking alongside them and raising money, working with his police department, watching the other police teammates support him. Every time he gets really down, his wife calls there. They're taking him to the hospital. They're making sure Mary's okay. We're raising money. And constantly they're bringing food. And just watching this camaraderie and this love for this family um, supporting them and getting to know them. I just, it's been great, you know, and so it's that relationship and, and helping people benefiting them. So. Yeah. Awesome. Great answer. I can yeah. see why you got the job. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I really, I really love what I'm doing. Yeah. That's hard to find. So good for you. That's Thank great. you. Yeah. And hopefully a little bit more rewarding right. than being a CPA. I can't do accounting. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me let me correct you there. I was not a CPA. I was the business development person for the CPA ah, firm. CPA firm. Well, that's because better. you don't want me to do your books yeah. or your taxes <laughs> in jail. Yeah. yeah, that's why that's that's why I've got a great accountant that just took care of all yep. that for me. Um, yes, but, and so, I, so do I. <laughs> yeah, I, Lisa, I'm in business development now, and I went and got my taxes done a couple of weeks ago because <laughs> nope, there no you go. Went. I can't even do my own taxes, let alone someone else's taxes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't do my own either. <laughs> no. no, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> For the experts. <laughs> well, something a heck of a lot more fun than doing taxes. Uh, this is our lightning round portion of the show. Is it not, Casey? It is. All right. Oh, over. you didn't tell me about the lightning we, round. We, you know, unless you have listened to our show before, this is a complete surprise. We throw this at people. Okay. <laughs> Great. Nothing. I hope I'm ready. About. It is Monday. Okay. Yes. You will. You're going to Let me take right. a drink, of, get some more caffeine. Go yeah. Have at it. <laughs> All right. So basically it's just a round where we kind of get to know a little bit about you. Um, so the first question is, 
your favorite fictional crime fighter of all time. It can be a human, an animal, a superhero, or a machine. Well, probably for the wrong le- reasons, but uh, Shamar Moore or Morgan. Oh, criminal mind. Yes, and when he left, I was devastated. But yeah, but he's my favorite for very different reasons. <laughs> What show is this? I can, I, can attest, I can attest to what those reasons Ooh. are, but that'll be between you and I, Lisa. I'm with it. Uh, that's right. I, <laughs> I don't need to know. He's great. <laughs> yeah, no. I, told, I, did tell my, I did tell my husband if he showed up on my doorstep, I might have to leave him. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. He has been, I remember my mom, I think he was on Young and the Restless back in the day. Yes. Uh, and I used to watch him with my mom, and I've had a love affair ever since with him. So Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> Great one. All right, number two, the best buddy comedy or buddy cop comedy um, movie or TV show. It doesn't have to be a comedy, I'm sorry, but buddy cop movie or TV show. Buddy cop. I don't know. Yeah. When you say buddy cop, you mean where there's two people together? Typically, like, yes. So, but okay. it could be any cop show because we've had from like Starsky and Hutch to Lethal Weapon. Um, Lethal Weapon. Uh, yeah, there, there's been a ton, but some people do like okay. Jason Bourne. So, whatever you like. Yeah, what I'm totally blanking on names of actors this morning, but I always, I really enjoyed the movie with uh, not Bruce Willis, but um, Mel Gibson. Yeah, and then he was. The African American part. I can't remember yeah, the guy's name, but Lethal they were yeah. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I used to watch. I watched those all those movies back in the day, but it's been a long time, so They're I forgot their names. In that yeah. yeah. No. That's enjoyed those. But still yeah. good. Those are some classics. <laughs> yes. Great. Yes. Great point. Um, what is your definition of a hero? A hero. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I guess, you know, a definition would be of a person who's willing to sacrifice and put their life on the line for someone else. That's a hero to me. Yeah. Or self, not self-serving people. They're, they're putting themselves last and putting others first. So right. I like that. And who would you say is your hero or the person you admire the most? Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to get religious on you, but I have to say without Jesus Christ, um, I don't know that I'd be sane and functioning in this crazy world. So he, hero, dying on the cross and uh, giving what he gave for us. So that's my number one hero. That's great. Great great answer. answer. You can never go wrong with that answer. (laughs) Lastly, like where can people find you? If anyone wants to sponsor any of these, these events, if anyone wants to donate to the foundation, uh, you know, where should they go? Yeah, I mean, we're on Facebook and LinkedIn as the Central Indiana Police Foundation, but we also have our website, okay. which is CIPF.Foundation, CIPF.Foundation, which is a little unique um, ending um, there, but the ability to take a credit card. Our phone numbers are on there, our office line. If they want to reach out and talk about anything, mm-hmm. you can call us through that um, as well. So yeah, so the website's a good place to Awesome. So if they Googled like Central Indiana Police Foundation, they'd find your your site right there. They should. They should. Okay. Yeah. I I found you that way. (laughs) 
<laughs> cool. That's well, awesome. Yeah, if, if Ken can figure it out, our members can figure it exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anybody can. <laughs> oh, poor Ken. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I dish it out just as well as I take it on this show. But uh, Casey will, will agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Lisa, that's good though. That's good. <laughs> thank you so much for for taking some time with us today. I know yeah, you're you're a busy lady you. with a lot of things going on, handing out trauma mm-hmm. kits and uh, and doing great things for the foundation. So we really appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. I really appreciate your time too, I, and you reaching out. Look forward to hopefully meeting you maybe in August. Yeah. I will be there. <laughs> and uh, yeah. for, our, for our audience, we're talking about the first annual uh, Police Foundation Leadership Conference, which will be uh, August 11th, 12th, and 13th. And there'll be more information on that forthcoming. Uh, but uh, getting away from the uh, conference for a little bit, uh, Casey, why don't you tell our audience how they can find Beyond the Call? Awesome. Yes. So if you want to find this episode or any of our previous episodes, go to nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast. Uh, You'll see all of our episodes there. While you're on the website, check out all of our credit union news, updates, promotions, our savings and loan rates are always excellent. Um, And be sure to share this podcast. Rate it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, anywhere you listen to, to podcasts, SoundCloud. We appreciate the feedback. Um, if you have a guest that you'd like to submit that you think may be a good feature, also go to nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see a submission section at the bottom. So uh, as always, thanks for listening and stay safe out there. Thank you, everybody.